The only hot dogs I really like anymore are like Hebrew National. Or the Nate, Costco Nate's Beef dogs. Franks, yeah. Huh? Nathan's Dogs? Yeah. Yeah, I've they're kosher. Oh, really? Well, they've got to be good, then. It just means they have to sneak up on the animal when they kill it. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it means they use the front part of the cow, not the back part. The Hebrew National is, it sets great pride by only eating the front part of the cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised how much of a racket kosher is. Uh-huh. Oh, you mean true kosher yeah. where so, you have to have the rabbi come in like twice a day or something? It's crazy. Well, for it depends on for, the... There's different kinds of certifications, yeah. like Circle K, uh, Star K. There's a bunch of different ones, and they all require something different. But mm-hmm. they, like with uh, supplements, they have to certify all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. They have to go through and make, and a rabbi has to come through and check to, to make sure. Yeah. And then they bless it. And they I think they come twice a year to... Uh-huh. to do all that and they uh, yeah they monitor it and it's mm-hmm. like and so you have like the the kosher mark on it because yeah. of that yeah mm-hmm. and it costs like twenty thousand dollars or whatever it costs it's making it's some like, good money actually yeah, that is and they're that is. just like we're keeping them in funny hats <laughs> we paid for those hats <laughs> okay so I was driving over here guys and listening to KSL and they did a new update on Warren Jeffs. Evidently, he has predicted the apocalypse in the next five years. And supposedly, he's been prophesying that uh, there's going to be like people uh, getting uh, twinkled to meet him, basically. To meet Warren? To meet, to meet Christ when he oh, comes right. again. And he's setting this thing up. And there's a lot of worry that it's like one of those death cult things, you know, where oh. he's going to be, they're going to be killing themselves to be resurrected again. And of course, it uh, usually doesn't work that way. I'm just going to say <laughs> it, okay? It hasn't for no, us. I don't think, I don't think that. I, I personally haven't seen it work that way. I've heard I, a couple stories, but. I don't remember ever, like, twinkling or Christ being like, kill yourself so that you can come be with me. Yeah, I, I haven't I read that one that. in the scriptures either. But remember, Joe's, uh, not Joe's, uh, Warren Jeffs is a prophet. And so uh, he makes up new scripture all the time. So. Oh, yeah, I guess that's, yeah. Yeah. So well. I wonder about being translated. Uh-huh. Like when you get translated in the twinkling of an eye and go up to meet your maker. Uh-huh. But... Let's, let's let's say you're driving. What happens to the other people in the car when you're going sixty five thousand or sixty five miles an hour down the just freeway? like that story about grandpa going to sleep on the wheel? Okay. <laughs> I think that should be one of the things they ask when you get insurance. It's like, are, how righteous are you? Like, very righteous. Okay, that's going to be higher insurance. <laughs> that you could be translated at any time and be and anyway yes and cause severe damage to those around you next time i'm filling out my insurance form uh, i cannot speak (laughs) i cannot speak today that's interesting could you have insurance for your porn 
I, Apparently, some, Thor needs it. Some files, some files are more important than others. Yeah, <laughs> you want to protect them at all costs. The vintage stuff, the really good stuff. Yeah, if that if that gets erased, nobody has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm keeping I'm keeping a record for posterity. <laughs> yeah, I'm insurance. planning on passing this along to my kids when I die. Right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. So anyway. You know, we have uh, we have some things to talk about, guys. Oh, okay. It's me again. I'm the guy who asked different podcasts the same question to see what the cons- uh, consensus is. Here goes. My wife and I recently moved into our first house. We keep to ourselves, but try to be friendly with the neighbors. Yesterday, one of our neighbor's kids came to our door and asked if he could vacuum our home. A bit confused, but trying to be a good neighbor, we said he could go ahead and vacuum. It took about 10 minutes, and we decided, based on the time it uh, it took, to pay him $5. He looked at the money and then gave us a handmade business card that said, uh, it said, I will vacuum your house for $20. (laughs) Now we are living with the shame of underpaying a 12-year-old for a service we didn't want or ask for. Do we owe this kid $15? If so, how do we give him the money? Help spotless in Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a good question. That is. I'm going to say no. Yes, I knew Gunner would say no. (laughs) Because the kid did not give you that beforehand. If the kid had given it me beforehand and you're like, oh, sure, we'll do that. Then, yeah, it's all on you. But if the kid just says, can I vacuum your your room Mm -hmm. and get paid for it or whatever and it's ambiguous... It's all on him. You do not. In fact, he needs, you need to get the kid to take his earned money from vacuuming. And you need to have him get a nice coat blanket and hide himself in shame. <laughs> Two nice coat blankets. That's a lot of money. $20 for like five minutes, ten what minutes of work. neighborhood? That's, that's more money than I make. That is a racket. I, I assume in two or three years that little kid is going to be selling drugs, okay? Listen. There's something wrong with my, him. Uh, my boy mows my mows the lawn. My grand my grandma mows his grandma's lawn. My wife's mom across the street. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> he mows her lawn for twenty dollars a week. Takes him about ten minutes, maybe fifteen to mow the whole lawn. Just twenty dollars a week, and she and, he, and then he gets gives her eggs some eggs too. But to me, that's like, are you kidding me? Really? You start charging your kid for like, the use of the lawnmower it, and gas. It, you exactly. Say, say oh, this is fifteen dollars for the use of the lawnmower and gas, so you can keep it five. <laughs> that makes more sense to me. I'd say ten. You can have ten. I, I'm all right with ten, but still, he's making more money than me per hour doing yes. that. I my kids. There were a couple neighbors that wanted them to to mow their lawns, and it took me more time. To get the kids out there and doing it than it took for them to mow the lawn. And I always said, where's my share of the money? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for me. (laughs) Anyway, I never got any. Yeah. Dang it. I thought that he would have, like, they come in and stole something from them or, you know. Mm -hmm. He kind of did. No. (laughs) (laughs) He stole his integrity and peace of mind. No. Yeah. You don't. Don't 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 do that. I think mean, yeah. kudos to the kid though. I mean, he's hustling. 
he has to hustle and try and get money. I think yeah. I mean, if say no. if people are right. willing to pay for it, why not? I don't know. No, if you do it in a sneaky way, the the thing is, is that he's not going to have return business. Yeah, then you'll learn a you, valuable you lesson. No, I don't think he does because he, he, he keeps goes, on hustling people. He goes from this to use car salesman, Nathan. And Come did on. he use his own vacuum? More drugs. Did he bring his own <laughs> vacuum or did he use your vacuum? Uh-huh. That's another thing. If he's using your equipment too, come on. You need to pay for the needs- depreciation while he's using it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I had something kind of like this, kind of like this happen. So, you know, the door-to-door sales guys, one of them came over and they had like this cleaning solution, and it was, it was like thirty dollars a bottle. And he's like trying to sell it. I'm like, no, we're not interested. Well, let me just. Let me just clean up something. On, and I'm like, no, we don't need anything clean. How it also takes off lime scale from your windows. Let me just put, clean one of your windows for free. I just want to show you how this works. I'm like, no. And uh, my wife's like, well, we have this window downstairs. I'm like, oh no, don't. We don't. We don't want to have anyone mm-hmm. try this out. But she she engaged with him and like to go downstairs or to clean from the outside the win in the window well. Mm-hmm. And told so me that it was so covered in lime. It was it was the worst window of the house. Like the sprinklers were directly mm-hmm. hitting it. So he goes he goes into the window well, and there's like a beehive down there. <laughs> he's, he's spraying it, and he, he actually cleans it really well. But the bees are totally hating the smell and him being there and everything. And so he gets stung a couple of times <laughs> while he's down there. And and then uh, he comes up and he's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "Yeah, it looks really good." We're not going to buy any. <laughs> so he, gets, he cleans and then gets stung twice, and we still didn't buy it. I think you need to buy a nice gold blanket for that one. Nathan, I oh, agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with, with Gunner there, he yes. He was so freaking insistent, though. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> Thanks for the clean windows. Sorry about the bees. Have a good night. Oh, well, spotless in Seattle, you are still spotless. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yep. I wouldn't have even paid him five bucks. Yep. Well, I wouldn't have had him come in, but. Man, that doesn't sound very nice. I, I, a couple, what was it, a month or two ago, I was saying I need to change my leaf and be more nice with the bishop things. Nope. No, you just wouldn't do it. five, Five bucks is being nice, okay? You did a good job. Anything else? Uh, so this this is about last week's cult. No more bummers. The last episode was good to talk about, but a little heavy for what you normally cover. You need to do some fun cults to make up for it. Okay. Yeah, the last one was pretty heavy. I, to be honest, I was didn't know. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I thought it was right. going to be about some some movie or something like that, and it turned into something that was yeah, it was a little heavy and like editing it i was i was a, a little it was it, it hurt me a little bit uh hurt me mm-hmm. uh, we were gonna go up to like a cascade show if any of you guys like edm music me and thor were gonna go party and i was just down in the dumps from editing it and i was like i can't go and i started to cry and thor was like the loving brother that was like what do you want to do and then i'm like i just want to go home and anyway that's what it was. But no, in all in all seriousness, it was is still it's uh, it's probably one of the most upsetting ones for me. Not yeah. disturbing, but upsetting. 
Yeah, I'm kind of disturbed me. about so, it. Well, I mean disturbed. Other ones disturb me more. This one upsets me mm, yeah. more, and it hurts me more that it, that happened to my sister. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we are going to do a couple uh, more jovial cults. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that that was a little bit of a departure from what we usually do, but I think that it's good to uh, to throw out something. It was, you know, like that every once in a while, and it was definitely it's something that people need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. I think because it is it does happen. Yeah, it it does happen here in the United States. Guys, has the apocalypse happened? I feel like it actually has. (laughs) I feel like Ronaldo has not stayed his hand. I think we're like where this this is the slowest apocalypse ever. It's slowest. (laughs) So the apocalypse will be starting soon. (laughs) But it will end on a Wednesday. But it will end on a Wednesday. The the start of the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. uh, Ronaldo will no longer stay his hand. The apocalypse will start on the twelfth of July, and that's next Wednesday. Okay. Okay. So look for apocalyptic stuff happening. Let us know. Ask the question. What do you see that uh, that uh, uh, What do you see that's happening in the apocalypse? What so, are the signs of the apocalypse? What are the signs? Yeah, what are the signs well, of I think apocalypse? obviously increased gas prices is one of them. Oh, jeez, yeah, we are so close. Um, I think uh, Warren Jeffs predicting that uh, that people are going to be twinkled as a sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> Maybe probably right. I think no. pineapple on pizza is one of the. No, yes, so? yeah, no, I think pineapple with with Canadian bacon is is a great. My wife no, loves no. it, but I'm, I don't like it either. Yeah. No, I think yeah. it's good. You guys are bad people. I I actually take I I like pineapple, so I take the pineapple off the pizza, eat it first, and then I eat the rest of it. Please let us know some signs that you see uh, that the apocalypse is happening. And these don't have to be traditional signs. No. In fact, they probably shouldn't be. But signs that no, most people wouldn't expect for the end of the apocalypse. Or the start of the apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Start of the apocalypse. Sounds good. That's a good question of the week. So with that, let's get into the cult. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Nathan, and Thor. What do you have for us today, Thor? Okay, this cult is called Sonenordum. Sonenordum. Could you please spell that for everyone? S-O-N-N-E-N-O-R-D-E-N. It's called the Order of the Sun. That's what it means. So so I, I want to talk about just a little bit about the nutritional value of coconut. So for a while, and now Nathan is our resident expert here. Okay? I am no expert. So no, okay. no, no. Nathan, you are the expert here of the three of us. And for a while, coconuts were like the superfood. Right, mm-hmm. and then they kind of like got hit hard. What what is the state now of the coconut? Like coconut oil was big, uh-huh. 
Um, and people were even putting it, just eating coconut oil by the spoonful and keep putting it in their mouth and using it to prevent cavities and to stop bacteria in their digestive system and stuff. And they're just eating mm-hmm. spoonfuls of coconut oil. Isn't it supposed to be good for you? It is kind of, I would say it's a branch chain amino acid that is is partially hydrolyzed naturally, but it is good for you in small in in small quantities. I think. Listen. Coconut oil is the best lovemaking oil ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it definitely I, is because it doesn't feel gross and like oh like, I'm not supposed to talk about sex anymore. My wife says. Ooh. <laughs> well, just right. just say in, for other people. Yeah, for other people. For other people, <laughs> coconut oil is fantastic. <laughs> and in fact, coconut oil. There's it's like there are some people my wife went to a <laughs> no you're a person you know a person I know went to a party where there were a whole bunch of ladies and they were all talking about their favorite lubricant and it was this, was this coconut oil lubricant mixed with CBD or is CBD the right stuff from yeah from, yeah yeah something like that they're like. It, it's mixed with that. The original one, so it, it changed it, so it's not the HTC or yeah, THC. THC. It's not psychoactive. Yeah, so it's not psycho. They changed it from that, but the original one did have the THC in there, and so and they're like, oh yeah, that was the best one. But they have a CBD one, and they're just like they're all like shivering all over at how great it is. Anyway, mm-hmm. sounds good. Well, yeah, I want to. I want to try some. Forget for forget Bishop Gunner. Let's go Doctor of Love Gunner. Okay, <laughs> Doctor of Love, CBD and coconut oil equal happy hour. So one of my one of my brothers was at a job site and found a uh, container of of weed, like it, a pretty big amount, and he's like, mm-hmm. I, I can't take this because I I work and they do blood tests, and so what do I what should I do with this? And he just gave it to me. And so I have this and it smells, it smells up the whole, like part of our downstairs. Like we have to keep it in a piece of like Tupperware inside of the cabinet. And it's just sitting there. It's been there for like a couple of months, but this may be one of the things I could put it in coconut oil. And I can I can make some for you. I don't mean sometimes you I realize just realize this is on your I have out. I have a prescription. Oh, okay, good. I'm totally legal to have it. Oh okay. good. But <laughs> I just don't trust getting it from anywhere that's not like just from someone's farm. Like you what pesticides were on it. A job site. What, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like where did it come from? What what was put on the the product beforehand? Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. I, I don't know if how I how many pesticides do they actually put in marijuana? It's a plant that's really hardy. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? I don't it's, know. It's I'm just making up stuff. Anyway. They want to keep it as natural as possible, but whether you trust found weed weed oh okay yeah you're right laced with it could be anything but it does have a strong smell like uh-huh. it's it's too much uh-huh. but i may next time if i bring some <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, we want you to try it out first okay, okay. <laughs> always try it on myself first <laughs> yes you got to be the guinea pig <laughs> okay so anyway, uh, the reason why I'm talking about coconuts is because of this cult right here. So let's talk about the founder of the cult, whose name is August uh, Egelhart. 
Yeah, they call it. He was is that a real his real name or is that a made up name? That's there as real as I can pronounce it correctly. He was a German, okay. Oh. Uh, he was born in 1875, and he grew up. He was always a little bit different. I, I have a feeling I haven't read this, but it it. It, it's got to be true, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't end up like how he ends up and have a normal childhood. No, no, you don't. But uh, and I think he lost his parents pretty early, okay? Mm. But anyway, he did relatively well in school, as far as I know. Eventually became a pharmacy assistant and uh, was working on there. But he was very interested in a new movement that was going on called... Lebensbeform. Is this our first German cult? Well, I, I wouldn't call be. it German, but you're right. Well, I don't no, know. He's I guess German. Mean, I'm going to call German. it German. Okay. We need more German cults. You're right. This is good. I'm glad Maybe. we're approaching this. <laughs> so anyway, he uh, was in, involved in this movement in Germany called uh, whatever, Lebensform, life, life Reform. And it was kind of in response to what was going on at the time. If you'll recall, so... Germany became actually a state just like 50 years before this, okay? And it had an awesome chancellor, and it really moved fast into becoming a world power. And then they beat the... They beat France in that little uh, Prussian-France war, whatever it's called. Anyway, they were just on the eve of the te of everything technological. They were the superpower when it came to that sort of thing. And all this modernization had a kind of a blowback. And it was this life reform, which people would wanted to embrace the simple way of life, fruits and vegetables, natural foods, raw foods, vaccinations were kind of despised. Were uh, vaccinations at that time? Yeah, This sure. is in 1875, right? Yeah, remember the first vaccination was the smallpox, the, the, the smallpox vaccination done in the United States. Yeah, I remember that really well. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Gunner. <laughs> so yeah, vaccinations have been around. The idea of them has been around, uh, like you know, since before the Revolutionary War, kind of thing. Right in there, uh, we there remember the. Okay, I don't forget the remember part. So anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I thought this the Revolutionary guy, War is when we actually started penicillin, right? Yeah, but so that's not vaccine. That, no, so penicillin was more around toward World War II. But the vaccination, the idea of them got started. There were ideas floating around. Anyway, this guy in the colonies, he kept on hearing these stories saying that people who had uh, cowpox that you get from cows, the, if they had cowpox, they wouldn't get smallpox. And so... He was like, well, dang, we need to test that out. And so they grabbed some poor little kid, cow got him pox. infected with cowpox, and then injected, then, sh then sh you know, gave him some sort of smallpox blanket or something, and he didn't get it. And they were like, aha! Anyway, so... Uh, if someone gives you a blanket, unless it's a nice cold blanket, <laughs> be suspicious. Be suspicious. You never don't, know. I mean, don't trust it. Yeah. This is like, I mean, this, I'm... As a former Native American, yes, <laughs> I would think you do have to be careful. You, you do, with, you with do blankets. have to be careful with blankets, unless they're nice cold blankets. <laughs> you are no longer a Native. No, you mean, you're trying to say is your ancestors? It no, no, it's not anymore. Not so anymore. he grew okay. up thinking yeah. that he was part Cherokee. Nathan did. Yeah, is, that's what is that the family's Don't story? Don't trust was. 
the the twenty four and me or those those the twenty three and me whatever those things are don't trust those they, they all lie they all do lie yeah they don't you are not Cherokee I'm, I must be then you they're are. not a hundred percent accurate at all no, you they, can go they to aren't. you know and you can go to different ones and they'll give you different answers on really yep yeah, we need to do a we need to do we need to test that out if you all want to donate hundreds of dollars to test this out. Okay, so anyway, he was really into this movement, and he had some a bunch of ideas. He got together with another guy, and he wrote a book describing some of this stuff, and it was called, this is in 1898 he wrote this book, it's called A Carefree Future, The New Gospel, Glimpse into the Depth and Distance for the Selection of Mankind, for the Reflection of All, for Consideration and Stimulation. He needed a workshop. That's that the name. whole name that's of the, the book. That's the name of the book. Have you read the book, Thor? No, I haven't. Why not? It's in German. <laughs> and probably really boring. But he does, he was somewhat of a poet. In fact, some. I'm just going to go through some of the titles of the poems. Uh, Mother Coconut is one of his, uh, his poems. Okay. Uh, the Coconut Spirit. And my personal favorite <laughs> poem of his is How to Become a Coconut. So, <laughs> so where, where does all of this coconut come from? Where, where is all this stuff? Okay, so he had this idea that man was kind of a tropical creature, okay? he, he tracks, though. I mean, we, we came out of the savanna in... He he thought that the Garden of Eden was a tropical paradise, Africa. and we Africa. were supposed to be in the tropics, preferably nude, walking around with the sun, the cleansing sun beating down upon us. Hmm. His idea was that if that happened, if we would embrace the sun in a tropical climate, we would become immune to sickness. Uh, we would live for practically ever. Combined with a with the right diet, and the right diet he thought was a coconut. So he see his idea was because a man's head is closest to God and closest to the sun, it is the most holy. And you combine that man's head with coconut, oh, no. <laughs> a coconut tree, which is a sun loving tree, and and the coconuts are in the shape kind of like a man's head. They have hair, oh, no. and they've got eyes, and basically they're like God's fruit. In fact, he actually thought a little bit like, you know, the Catholic communion where you're actually eating God. He thought coconut was the same way. And so that's how, if you lived in the tropics and ate a steady diet of just coconuts, you could live practically forever and uh, with perfect health. Tell me did this he was... move to the tropics? <laughs> well, yes, he did. <laughs> Tell me this was based on science. Oh, totally. Okay. Come on. <laughs> didn't, didn't you hear the scientific principles that I laid out? That's true. Okay. <laughs> okay. Remember, this is in, um, what, 1901 or two or something like that when he did this. So he went out and he bought uh, 185 acres out on some island out in the middle of nowhere in the South Seas, and uh, which happened to be a coconut plantation. And he brought all his books with him, uh, which were numbered about uh, 1,200. And he built a little shack, and he started harvesting coconuts and eating them. This sounds like the part two of a razor's edge. 
If you haven't seen that Bill Murray show, it's one of, yeah, one of Thor's favorites. It right? is one of my it favorites. So good. So good. Okay. So, yeah. So, that's what he's doing. And not only that, but he started writing letters and trying to get people to come and join his utopian society. He was able to convince about 15 people to come. Okay. And... Um, <laughs> uh, most notable among them were Heinrich Jurkins. He was a famous vegetarian. I think he was the guy that helped August write his book. He was the co-author. And then Max Letzau, who was a famous German conductor. Heinrich came, the, the vegetarian came over, and he lasted about two or three weeks before he died. This The shock of just eating coconuts. Well, uh, that's the only thing they ate? Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's I didn't know that it was that extreme. <laughs> yeah, that was that was his diet, was coconuts. So I, coconuts has very little protein in there. And he, August, he was a, he was a big guy. He would have had to eat in about 14 or 15 coconuts a day just to survive. I think one Mounds bar is like my <laughs> coconut limit for a month. Like, okay, now I'm done with coconut. I don't need <laughs> Do you like Mounds? I prefer Almond, Almond Joy. Almond Joy is way better. But yeah. So it's much better. A, it's a bad candy bar, guys. Really? I, I, I guess, like them. No, it's a good it's every once in a while. It's not a good candy bar. Yeah. If it's once a year, it's not a good one. <laughs> no, I could, I could eat one every week without a problem. Anyway, so... Okay, so what's your favorite candy bar? <laughs> Snickers is mine. Yeah, almond Snickers. Yeah, I like pieces, the, pieces are good, but I like the okay. almond, almond Mars, the dark chocolate almond Mars. I don't think I've had that one. It's a good one. Mm. Okay, so anyway, uh, so that was that's what happened to Heinrich. Now uh, Max, so he was the conductor. He came over. And they, uh, he was actually really, really good friends with August. They got along really well together, except for one small problem. Max brought his music collection along. And, uh, you know, there his record player and all these records. And, you know, the kind that where you, you, have to, you have to wind up, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So anyway, his music selection did not jive well with August. He hated it. And so they used to get in arguments about this music. Was it? I have a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so I'm hoping it was. Yeah, they are standing in a row. <laughs> that would be so good. I don't know how old that song is, though. But anyway, they got into arguments, and one time after an argument, somehow Max got on this lifeboat and got stuck in the ocean for several days. And <clears throat> I don't know how that happened, but he was out there in the middle of the ocean for several days. And uh, he was firmly on board of this coconut fresh fruit re revolution there. And so he refused to eat any of the stored food in the boat because it was not fresh food, and uh, let alone coconuts. And so basically after a few days he was rescued, but he was so dehydrated and malnourished that he died too. So... 
That's it's two gone. How <laughs> two many gone. people with him? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> they're not the only ones. So the claim for uh, August was that malaria would not affect you if you were out in the sun naked and eating coconuts. Well, needless to say that people were getting malaria right and left. And some people died. Some more people died. One guy supposedly died from a coconut falling on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is irony right there. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Why have I not heard of this? This is the best gold. <laughs> I know people are dying from it, but it's just from their own stupidity. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, it's what you imagine the dodo bird is like. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, Several of the people in malaria went back to Germany, all mad, and spreading these vicious rumors about August. And August was like, I don't know what everyone's problem is. I mean, it's obvious that they weren't eating enough coconuts down here. That's why they got <laughs> malaria. It wasn't anything else. Anyway. You know, the thing about eating nothing but coconuts is meal planning is like a cinch. <laughs> it is so easy. What am I going to eat today? I just need some snack ideas. <laughs> Coconuts. <laughs> Coconut in the ch chunks. <laughs> anyway, so uh, soon he became alone. Uh, he was all by himself out there eating coconuts. He lost so much weight, though. And yeah, the German go government basically forbid anyone from going to visit him. They're like, we can't allow anyone else to go on over there. Yeah, he lost weight, became more and more mal malnourished until originally, uh, until eventually, what happened is he got so sick that uh, some guys came over there and he couldn't he couldn't stop them from taking him back to, I think it was New Guinea or Australia, something like that. And he got in with a doctor and he was able to regain his weight and get healthy <laughs> and feel a lot better. Tell me that he went back to coconuts. <laughs> He, as soon as he felt better, he escaped back to his little island and started eating coconuts again. <laughs> <laughs> Did he own the whole island? No, no. He just owned uh, 185 acres of it. So That's, That's enough. a good chunk. It's a good chunk of it, yeah. So anyway, this went on for a while. He started getting sick again. Eventually, uh, it was uh, World War One started, and he was German. And so uh, some some soldiers picked him up and took him back and to a compound or something like that. They interrogated him and found out that he was not a German spy. <laughs> he was just crazy. So after a while, they kind of let him go. And he went out there and uh, people would stop by every once in a while because, I mean, after all, he had 12,000 books. He would... He had the best library in the South Seas, right? And, you know, he was eccentric enough. One guy wandering around naked or almost naked and eating coconuts. Uh, so people would check up on, tourists would come by, check up on him, stuff like that. Eventually, he died of malnourishment uh, in 1919. How, how old was he? No, that's not uh, He was, uh, well, let's see. He was born in 1875 to 1919. So, so you have to do the math because so I'm bad at it. So, 75, so it's 25 until... Twenty-five at nineteen hundred, he was twenty-five years old, and then nineteen more years. Yeah, so he was pretty young guy. He was a young guy. He weighed sixty-six pounds. Jeez. So, or as he would say, seventy-five coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Anyway, the whole cult kind of faded and the guy faded into obscurity until some guy named Christian Kratsch, he was a, a Swiss author, he found this picture of uh, August there, sitting there in a loincloth, you know, uh, emancipated with a shack behind him emaciated. full of books. Emaciated, thank you. And he's what like... Emaci- what does emancipated and what does emaciated <laughs> Emancipated <mean>? is... <laughs> <laughs> they are two very different things. <laughs> so emaciated is like starved to death, okay? Like the oh, kids okay. in Africa where you see the pictures. And emancipated would be like where someone is like kind of given their freedom kind of thing. Emancipation. I think that both of those work. Yeah. He anyway. was very <laughs> emancipated. From eating normal food. Yeah. He was emancipated on his own little island. Yeah. Anyway, this guy, Christian, Swiss author, he found a picture of this, uh, of August, and he's like, there's got to be a good story behind this. So he uh, read all about him and then created a fictional account of what happened. This was in 2012. It's called, the book is called Imperium. So if anyone wants to look it up, supposedly it's gotten pretty good reviews. Anyway, so because of that book, people delve back into what happened there. So, anyway, it's become more famous now. So, interesting. You guys have any questions? I guess there's no followers. Huh? Was he ever married? I don't know. Yeah, in fact, uh, there was a New New York Times article on him uh, back when this was going on. He's like, Eden without a female, you know, that sort of thing. It's all a bunch of guys. I think... Eventually, you'd Wilson kind of like in Castaway. Yeah. You would Wilson one of the coconuts, <laughs> Probably. your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. I mean, you know, with a diet like that, there's no way. Anyway, his sex drive was gone. Do you think you'd have completely? You probably wouldn't have gas. I think you you could have gas. Know. I think you can have gas with whatever diet you have, right? Would you, would your, this is gross, but would your poo be like just white and brown? <laughs> like, you know, because it's all you're eating. Like an almond joy. Like an almond joy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, Nathan. Why don't you find out? <laughs> coconut diet. Would, uh, did he drink regular water? Or was it all coconut water? I, I don't know. I assume he, you have to drink some water. Hmm. He never made a whole lot of money with a coconut plantation. He was eating the profits. I mean, come on. <laughs> he got high on his own supply. Yeah. So, oh, uh, one thing is, uh, the reason why I said his parents must have died when he was young, because he did this because of an inheritance he was able to, to do, yeah, to buy the plantation and all that stuff, you know. At the end, he's like, why did I go all in on coconuts? (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, the time for that was maybe about two months in, Nathan. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I don't think that he ever thought that because, Uh -uh. I mean, he was on his deathbed, when they He's took him committed. off the island, and then once he got better, he went straight back to it. Okay, if you're going to pick a food, uh-huh. you can just eat that food and survive. What do you pick? Uh, it wouldn't be coconuts. Not that they're bad, but... Curry? Yeah, I have to be curry. Yeah. Or yeah. a potato, because you can do so many things with can, a potato. You can. But there's just not enough. There's no protein. There's hardly any protein. Well, you can like put protein some, on it, right? No. no, it's just that food potato. That, that one. Get, what about something like soup? Would that be considered yeah, a food? You get one food. 
whatever it is. So well, soup has a lot of stuff in it. So exactly. I think I but it's just only one yeah. kind. You're eating oh, clam okay. chowder. Oh, okay. No, you'd have to. No, I wouldn't be clam chowder. I, it would be a curry. It, a curry soup. A yellow, a yellow curry. No, you Not could do this. a soup with vegetables and beef and all sorts of stuff in it that you mm-hmm. have a lot of the things that you need. Quinoa in it as well. Ugh. Quinoa is gross. I like quinoa. Yeah. It's gross. Mm-hmm. Curry. I think we all agree curry would be the one thing, but you'd get just you'd three have days. the worst gas. Nathan, <laughs> I have eaten potatoes for the first 19 years of my life. Yeah. Are you for two you meals a day, on you know. It? Come on, you can put butter so, on your potatoes. I'm not in this scenario. You know, <laughs> I hate those scenarios. They're so unrealistic. It's it's totally like if realistic. You have a product, no, because you could take a potato and then you find stuff to put on it, whether it's dirt or grass. You could throw grass on it. I guess he could have done that too. Yeah, he could have. But he chose to eat the the coconut. You need to say it this way, okay? okay. It's like. If someone said, I'll give you a million dollars if you only eat this food for one year, what would you be able to do? That That's how you say it. So, okay. So that makes it so it's like, okay, you know. A million dollars? I think that whatever you choose, it's going to be bad for you. Like, it's just not good to eat just one thing. Yeah, yeah. But you could survive. You There are certain foods you could survive on for a, a year without too much thing. You know Pin from, from Pin and Teller? Mm-hmm. He ate nothing but potatoes for it's like it was almost yeah. a year, and he lost mm-hmm. he lost like like a hundred something pounds. Did he eat them raw or it, it was cooked? But he okay. he said he could eat them anyway, but he couldn't put anything on them. So uh-huh. he could so that oil, was just it. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there are ways to. I mean, if someone gave me a million dollars, I'd pick something. Yeah, it would probably be potato. It it would if I had to pay for it. <laughs> if they're like you get whatever I'd probably go with like hamburgers or something some sort of meat well, well that's that's not one thing for me that's a bunch of stuff oh anyway alright well, yeah, like we got meat. totally sidetracked yeah we let's, did let's get into the good the bad and the culty on okay. this thing the good the bad and the culty now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they got it all wrong Okay, the good. Coconuts. Coconuts? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, nakedness? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually... Tropical I'm... islands? <laughs> coconut trees? Or coconut centuries. And coconuts. And coconuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. Beaches? <laughs> well, you know, that's an awful lot of books. If you're going to live on a tropical island, it's, it's nice to have some sort of... Something to read there. Yeah. Keep your so, mind off of the, so all the coconuts you have to the, eat. The yeah. the bad coconuts. coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> Only coconuts. Uh, I you have to think there was a bit of craziness going on with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, this sounds um, like OCD. To the to the point where people were dying because they were so only coconut. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat anything else. And then to have people dying around you and then just still be all in on coconuts. And be like, like, wait, you just need more coconuts. <laughs> you just didn't eat enough coconuts. <laughs> you were obviously contaminating your coconuts with other food. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's, what, that's what his philosophy was, so. Yeah, 100 and whatever acres, I would find some plot way off 
of the end of his hundred and something acres that he never went to. And then start growing sweet potatoes. Start growing sweet potatoes or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got the back 40. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll harvest them. Yeah, that's craziness. Is so it, any anything else bad? <sighs> being, I mean, people dying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, being pulled back from almost being dead... And then going back to your island to do exactly the same thing. That's just like. (laughs) And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. Well, you know, we already have, maybe we haven't done it this year, but the Coconut Communion. Remember that? I don't remember that. No, I remember the the Coconut Communion where you're, we're supposed to commune through a coconut. No, that's a banana. We were supposed to eat the ice cream from Costco Costco. that came in the little, that came in a coconut shell. We'll have those at our. Why uh, haven't we done that yet? I don't know. That sounds delicious. Have you had that? Uh, uh, I haven't. Yeah, you have, Thor. They like they have the coconut shell, then they have the pineapple, pineapple, and then they have uh, lemon. I'm telling you, I've never tried one. Really? Yes. One way or another, next time, next. Wednesday when we meet we should we need to do this. We need to start the coconut communion over again. Okay. Okay. So coconut. So that that was it. I had another good one on there that I was totally thinking that we should do. And the coconut lube. That's what we need to take on is coconut lube. <laughs> we need to take on the coconut lube. Nathan's gonna make some lube for you with coconuts and some random weed. <laughs> oh boy! Is, is, is that her? Is that it? That's it. That's it. it. Uh, that's it. This is a good one. We got this nothing fun. else. That was funny. Yeah, we needed that. Unfortunately, there's no real apocalyptics part of that. You know, people talk about this being like the predecessor of the hippie movement. You know, Mm. the long hair, the beards, and eating stupid food. (laughs) Anyway. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult... Join the nice cult. Do 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 do